Springs programs. Welcome to Come On, It's, it's still, still Good. I'm your undefeated champ, Reagan. And with me, as always, is my brother, Ryan. Hello there. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to give it to you every week now. But good. I'm, I am I'm the still... contender. <laughs> nah, still trying that one out. I don't know if I like it yet. <laughs> i got to come up with an opposition term. And we've also got Box Office Rob here with us as well. Hey. Along with our producer, E. We are CoSG, the only show on the internet where we break down retro movies and put a stamp on them. Before we get to today's episode, mask up and pretend to be a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. In a world where wielding two times the guns gives you ten times the ammo, somersaulting dodges bullets, and diving increases your accuracy... One man will undergo cutting-edge surgery to become another man. Then, that other man will have the same operation to become that one man. These two men and a shitload of dubs will face each other in one of the greatest duels ever filmed in slow motion. John Travolta is Nicolas Cage. And Nicolas Cage is John Travolta as Nicolas Cage in Face Forward slash Off. This week, we got to watch the 1997 epic film. One of the, the cornerstones on what this podcast was was built on was formed to defend against it's uh, part two of the the Holy Trinity of Nicolas Cage films. Uh, we'll, we'll get to part three a little later, but of course we watched Face Off, the John Woo epic. And what is this movie about? It's it's about good versus evil. It's about taking your face and putting a, your your arch nemesis's face on and infiltrating his gang. <laughs> <laughs> you know that 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 age old story. It's age old. Yeah, yeah. You know, been told to death, frankly, but a great. Of course, it stars Nicolas Cage and John Travolta, pretty much at the top of their games. Ryan, did you like this when it first came out in '97, or were you as hateful back then as well? I think probably. <laughs> you know, I probably liked it the first watch because I mean it's a ride, right? Like it was, it, it's yeah. it's a ride. But as you know, as sort of introduced, this has been one that we sparred and disagreed on in the past on the level of this movie. Um, watching it, every time I watched it afterwards, I found something else that I disliked about it, and it would degrade and degrade and degrade. But to answer your question, probably the first time I watched it, I enjoyed it a great deal. Whenever I saw I think I saw this in theaters. I'm almost positive I did. I left that theater probably smiling very happy from, from my memory. I think this was one of those movies that played every 40 seconds on the, the cable box in the basement. And, and, and I watched on a fair share of it. And, and like many things, as you know with me, even if I can't, you know, even if the movie bothers me and I don't like it anymore, if it's this type of movie, if it comes on a free service, I will stop and watch it. <laughs> like, because it's it's kind of like watching a train wreck for me. I mean, but for for you, it's something something different. But you know, like it's it's um 
I have seen it multiple times. It just it's always on. It's never not on. I bet you if I watch the TV right now, it should be on all the time. I mean, I am clearly in the minority on this movie. If you look at like any review score that's you know mm-hmm. comes up online, people people love this thing. They really do. So, <laughs> Rob, uh, did you like it when it first came out? Yeah, I definitely did. I mean, I don't remember my first watch of it, but I remember having a favorable opinion of it. Uh, it was just fun then. You know what? Let's play that box office game since we're here. So this was given a pretty big budget. Bring John yeah. Woo. You know, he yeah, did it's John well. Woo. It's Nicolas Cage. It's Travolta. Yeah. And I wouldn't say the, the effects are huge, but they got a lot of I'm trying to remember lo- location shots. You know, I think this had, is an $80 million budget. Yeah, I was going to say the they got in the 70s, I think. The Rock, was it that much? Okay. I think you're... I think you're probably right i mean just because they had a million dollars in doves alone for the the church scene but um <laughs> you know, those doves uh, could have just been in that church and it just maybe. happened i want to know how many got Naturally stepped on there. during the uh-huh. filming because those, those things were everywhere but yeah. i'm thinking every church i've been in has had <laughs> way too many doves in it and yeah. i've said it i'm just saying there's like a million dollars in doves. but i'm gonna go a little I'm, you're saying hey just just to give a different number i'm gonna go a little lower i'm gonna say 60 no, eighty is eighty million exactly. Oh, man, bang on. Undefeated. That's because I miscalculated. It's five million dollars in doves. That's, <laughs> that's <laughs> those were highly trained doves, Ryan. Yeah. It was actually only yeah. three doves. And they were the flying that fast. The gold plating on those guns alone probably was uh, another five million. Gold. I could get those movie props to have behind me in this Zoom call. I, I don't. I don't understand how you don't own that. I don't know either. I thought the uh, same thing watching the this money movie. clip. The money clip, the dragon, the gold dragon money clip that he gets the money to. I was like, how does Reagan not buy? I I, I got to get a silver one day. Put it in silver, I'll definitely carry it around. (laughs) It's ridiculous. I'll always have chiclets in my pocket. I was going to say, you're going to put chiclets in like joints and pills in like a box. I don't want the pills. I want the chiclets and the money clip. (laughs) So what, what do you think it made? Gigantic hit. Gigantic hit. Yeah. $180 million. $180 120. 120. No, I think, it went, I think it doubled. 100. Well, are you saying domestic or worldwide? Domestic oh. is what. Domestic. Oh, okay. It's the 90s. Right? They didn't care about global in the I 90s. I say it doubled. So 160, and then worldwide, it did $250 million, something like that. Well, it did 245 worldwide. Oh, look at that. But yeah, domestic did better. Domestic only did 112. 112. Okay. That's, that's still, you know. That's a big time hit right there. I'm surprised we didn't get Face Off 2, Face Off 3, Face Off 4, The Reckoning. <laughs> face On, like the, the, the prequel. <laughs> <laughs> you see the prequel. It's it's Nicolas Cage yeah. with the mustache and the mirror go around. But we're yeah. not going to get there just yet. Yeah, jump the gun. We'll be back right after this. Koei's G will return. And we're back to face off. This movie's fantastic, guys. It's I had so much enjoyment watching this movie. Yeah. I mean, of of course, the opening scene is the carousel scene with Nicolas Cage with a terrible mustache. It's just a mustache. It's supposed to make him look younger. I think they did a good job that of makes actually make him look younger. Yeah. I, I think it makes him look like a pervert at a, a merry-go-round. So you should be, you know, you should feel at home with that, right? Um, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um but. I think they did a good job, like making them both look younger in that, like that dream, um, like fuzzy, you know, memory type camera shot, and, you know. Yeah. The way they did it. You get the first face wipe, or yeah. face off, whatever you want to call it, in this 
God, those are annoying. But yes, we get the first one there. So, you know, so and you get, you know, they they try to, I think at least, and I'm pretty sure it's pretty obvious, they try to show that, you know, uh, Nick or sorry, Caster has some remorse at um, yeah, he didn't want to shooting kill the, the kid. kid. He did not want to kill the kid. You know, like at least that that appears to be what he's putting out there. So. Mm-hmm. Like, I think this is something in the 90s. I know they do this in their replacement killers also, where they want to kill the father while he's holding the son. Like, that was planned to do it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it almost makes it more sense if he was trying to kill both of them, because it's never like he shows any other remorse at any time when, when either actor's, you know, like, mm-hmm. playing him. He does not have much remorse. But for some reason in that carousel scene, it almost looks like he did not want to do it, right? Like, I, I don't know. Did you get that feeling, or am I alone I there? You know, he's like, oh, I fucked up. Like, yeah, but I, so did he change from that moment? Because he doesn't seem to give a shit about anything after that, except for except for his though. brother. Like that's the only thing that seems to affect him in the future after the yeah. six year jump. You know, I think you know, I think he just dove deeper into his business at that point. You know, at his at that life changing moment. There's no going back after that. Now he's got Sean Archer hunting him, and then you you meet Pollux. Is this when they're oh we're we're at the church? Six no. years later. Church? No, it's the convention center, but there's convention a center. bunch oh, yes, of yes, uh, yes. clergy. Right sorry. There, right? Yes. Yes, there's yes. so many clergy and the choir. I'm sorry, I thought that was a church. Yeah, no, it's a convention it's a Los Angeles convention center where he's yeah. planting, you know, he's planting his bomb in the middle of a column or whatever, you know, Pollock's yeah. bomb. And you get the choir and you get, you know, the underage first, girl. Yes, like a That's teenager. Going, yeah, they, I, I mean, I know you dig that scene a lot, but I'm just saying, I, I watch it and it just makes me cringe. And, and I did. Like, how how old crazy. is that? How old is that girl supposed to be? And it's like, like clearly I'm old enough. Yeah, clearly high Thank school you or younger. Photo. I mean, yeah, it, it is the photo I sent Ryan when uh, yeah. he he insulted this movie that said this movie <laughs> was not good. It's, I mean, that scene is not good. good. Tell me that, that scene, scene is good. When his eyes are all wide. You like that? No, I don't like the scene. I told, I, I was talking I, to you about. Sounds like you like it. <laughs> that you just do it to the, the you know, you the, the lady who's leading the choir, an of age adult woman. And he goes up and he grabs her butt and she loves it. I'm still not great on that. I'm not great. I'm when not he as does great it. on that. I'm much and better Archer's than Bobby <laughs> later on when he grabs his secretary's ass. I'm not good on that one either. Yeah. yeah. That's not even the worst part. Like I, the whole Papa's got a new bag scene. No, I didn't like I any. Of that. Got there. Yeah, where he's looking at it. But again, I mean, not his daughter. His, his what are? Raekwon, you are not. Right. So what? This podcast told me. Make it okay. She's still. Uh, how old was uh, Jamie supposed to be? She's still under eight. It doesn't make it any better. It doesn't make. Was she eighteen? Fifteen or seventeen, maybe. Oh, so that's they cool never really you? say, right? No, that's <laughs> not cool. How many times? <laughs> You're undefeated champion. This is not cool with me. No, I'm just saying, this is your movie. You're telling me this, they're all cringeworthy. Every one of them. Every one of them. Yes, I mean, those all could be removed from the movie. And then we go from this convention center. You get a, a brief older Sean Archer, you know, kind of the cranky, been hunting the guy too long office scene and kind of an introduction to the office staff. And then you get the absolute cringeworthy, you know, uh, airplane, airport scene. Chase in the plane. Well, I mean, first we get, you know, your money clip scene and your chiclet scene. And the first time he ties um, his brother's shoe so we can have that later. You know, it's between... Speaking. The stupid shoe tying thing and the face wipe thing, both they're garbage. Nothing but garbage. Yeah. I mean, there's there's no other. It's just garbage. Nothing but garbage, Blaine. And then he 
<laughs> like, that's showing that he's not a complete monster he'll still tie his well, why why was that narrative even again it's, it goes back to the carousel it, yeah so he cares about his brother and he seems to have some kind of remorse for killing sean's son and, i mean he doesn't want to kill people he wants to make money he seems to enjoy killing people for not wanting to kill people does it i and mean he, he constantly the- throws the, the the you're not having enough fun uh-huh. out so he's just out for just enjoy life for a couple he of enjoys life he enjoys life okay so that's 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 what you think he he's just enjoying his life okay so he pays the guys with the the dragon money clip which i will buy you one day so you can carry that around and you first see his gold stupid gold-plated guns and you know like all the awesome how dare he say they're stupid they look so cool again we're we we walk different paths in this forest <laughs> I, I don't think those look cool i don't I, you're I mean, you're wrong sir rob do they look cool the guns i mean they're all right no uh, rob that's, can't even agree with that's you on this that's i'm not gonna say like they're the coolest things in the world but i won't i don't think it's cool for this movie. i expect caster troy to be tacky so you know yeah. <laughs> tacky i don't like that that can't be a compliment if i've ever heard one <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i did uh, you brought up that, a good point that was that, one of my things too all i think about is when i get out of a car i want my coat to flow or my coat to flow like a cape you yeah. really want that dude who doesn't want that uh, you have a I, coat I, that's long enough to flow like a cape i don't <laughs> okay well that's step one by I mean, the way. all right all right i mean it's member I've only jacket won't flow that much when he gets out of the car i wish i had a members only jacket that'd be awesome you could find one somewhere you could rock the stash he's right you know in the yeah uh, i should get that i told you if i get an old school jacket i'm getting a washington football team starter jacket that's right but if i can find someone who's made a custom-made members only trench coat jacket i will get that for you because that would be oh, insane like i'll wear it <laughs> i'd be the only member of that club yeah no, no one would be able to figure it out. It'd be like, what, what is he going for here? I wish I could just walk in slow mo. I mean, you can. Just eh, walk I can't. I can't. Yeah. I want everything to be slow mo around me, Ryan. Is what I bet. I want the doves that I will release from behind me. There's probably still some walking around the set that they've left behind that you can go find from this movie. <laughs> generations upon yeah. generations of doves it's like those doves great-grandchildren are still hanging out in that church and that's it yeah. all right let's get back to this airplane yeah. so he's on the plane you got the fbi plant in there who has the worst undercover job ever known to man because immediately he wants to suck her tongue and talk about no, no, no. he wants her to suck his tongue sorry yeah, that's, that's right and again, that doesn't make it better. Just to be clear, oh, it's much grosser to me. You like this scene, right? I mean, oh, just to be I, clear, I wrote sucking tongue is gross. This open season all suckage. Don't like it. Did you like the eat a peach for hours? No, that's always been a little cringy, and it's okay. supposed and to then, be cringy. And then so they circle back on that though. It makes yes. it like say it like five times. Yes, he said oh, he loves to eat. So people taking score at home, that's like one thing Reagan likes and like eight things Reagan doesn't like. So far, so far, the movie he loves. Just, we should, I should have a little whiteboard so I can tally and be like, Reagan's likes, dumb gold guns, dumb money clip, uh, you know. And, I, awesome gold guns, awesome money clip, awesome wind blowing his coat out real long. Right. It's a, he's the man. Yeah. So then you get the 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 showdown on the the playing chicken on the runway. Yeah. Why is he playing chicken with an airplane? 
Well, he's trying to get the pilot to, to and first off, I put a note, how long is this runway? Because you, know, you have to get to a certain amount of speed to take off an airplane. They just told this, this isn't a Harrier he's in. And they keep slowing this thing down. The helicopters, hit, you know, like, it was like, this runway was going on forever, forever. They loop around, maybe they looped. <laughs> I didn't see it turn once. Anyway, so to answer your question, he was trying yeah, to get was- the pilot to turn down the engines. That's what he was trying to do. So they wouldn't crash and die, right? Like, it's plain chicken. Literally plain chicken with an airplane. Um, But, you know, the whole ridiculous of that, but he does pull off because he... he, he Somehow he sees in that cockpit, which I think is pretty eagle eye of him when he's driving his car so mm-hmm. fast to see that he's got a gun yeah. to his FBI plant lady's head that he pulls off. And then, you know, and of course, Castro Troy shoots her immediately. By the way, those doors on the airplanes, I don't think open that easy. Maybe those private planes they do. I've never been on like a G5 or he's open that thing constantly to taunt them, closing it while, while telling the pilot, take off. Like, like he's not worried about the door being yeah, closed yeah. at all. So he throws the body down, he gets out immediately, gets into a helicopter, which then takes off to, you know, like, try to stop the, the, the plane from taking off, shooting out an engine, which is a really good shot. And then the plane, you know, Caster kills the pilot, tries to mess with the engine, try to take off, then he tries to stop it, and then he crashes into a hangar that is apparently housing fireworks. <laughs> no, yeah. fireworks. No, uh, <laughs> he crashes through that door. I mean, it's even fireworks door. sound. It's like, pew, pew, pew. Yeah, it's all the guns the... set off fireworks all over the place. Too. Oh, no, there was fireworks. So many notes. I'm like, why are there fireworks everywhere in this movie? Not the... fireworks everywhere. They are fireworks. I mean, if you rewatch them, watch them. They even sound like fireworks. Like, they didn't even like, try to match. They probably added yeah. fireworks out to them. I just thought good airport has fireworks <laughs> in their maintenance hangar. I mean, clearly. Right. And he crashes that jet in there and he gets out. He's, he's not even shaken up from the crash. You know, like, he gets out firing, shooting his double guns. And it's our role. Everybody's dual wielding in this. And I love yeah. it. I love yeah. it. Everyone does the jump out of the plane sideways, firing. Turned it sideways. Kill shot. That's a kill shot. Yeah. It's great. I mean, great's great. a word you could use, I guess. Uh, uh, State boy. It yeah. is. It's fun. And then everybody else is just dying. You know, Archer will be like, get down. And that guy will die. Well, the, the, second <laughs> down, the second guy he does it to has a shot and looks like he's going to take what? it. And Archer's like, get down. Throws him but, on the ground. At least I think that guy lives on, like, the first guy. That guy, guy lives. Right, very good. It's like, let that guy, he has the shot. Let him take they, the shot. They did the one scene where they blow the guy's ear off just so they can have the plot point later for the surgery. <laughs> there is one scene where it's like in that warehouse where he shoots like a guy on a box or something. And they didn't even take it. There's, You can see the cable lift him into the air and throw oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> there is no effort to remove it. I said, I'm watching it with, with, with yeah, my wife. No. I'm like. Yeah, I was no. like, you see that cable? And she's like, yeah. So I mean, you can't, you can't miss it. And they, they, they made no effort to go back and edit that <laughs> out got, at all. He got caught on a rope in a warehouse. Right. Yeah. Like, there's lots of ropes hanging down the warehouse. All right. Name one thing you're gonna need the stupid fucking rope. Right. I have to ask. Does this count as a good plane crash for you? Because it never took off. It doesn't count. Oh, it's not a good plane. Yeah. It didn't, okay. It, I mean, it's it's fine. But yeah, it wasn't in the air. There was no drama. There wasn't uh, oh, human drama. passengers that you feel. For. I really love a plane crash where you feel like you could be one of the passengers in the back, and there's that moment of desperation and just sheer Wait, terror. Stewardess, right? Huh? I said you could have been that stewardess plant. The steward was dead on the, the runway. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> she wasn't even in the crash. By the time it crashed, it was pretty much what just capture and pull off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was fine. I mean, the effects they were fine. The the fireworks launching off made no sense to me. But other than that, I thought it was a, a good a good run. Oh, the Eurotrack guy was Lewis from Christian Bale's movie, American Psycho. 
Um, who was Lewis? The one guy that they all hated that you almost made out with in the back. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I kind of see that now. You said, yeah, now, now it's been brought to my attention. I'm like, of course that's Lewis. Right. Hmm. Uh, they sh- Like, when they're fighting at the end, bef- before the, the engine turbine gets turned on, they shoot the control panel, and that's what turns yeah, it off. Yeah, well, of course, always turns it on. I don't understand when, why you shoot things with bullets in movies. They immediately start working. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think that's a really good way to break something. Right. It just reminds me of that episode of The Simpsons where Homer's shooting everything. Like, he's got the gun, he's just turning everything on with it. He's just yeah. shooting everything. I mean, that's just like, it turns on. Um, when Homer turn- joins the NRA, I believe. Yeah. That's yeah, I believe that's it. But... Yeah, and he didn't get burned at all from that that being shot back from that engine or whatever it was. I mean, maybe he did. Maybe they cured his skin with like their anti-inflammatories. I guess uh, because apparently healing takes what used to take oh. weeks takes three days. Yeah, right? like, less than that. that. We well, on. apparently less than that because then Archer comes out oh, later. Yeah. Archer like less than a day. He's like, I'm good. Yeah. You don't know how long it took to get to that. They, well, they said, had, well I guess still... we don't know when it exactly happened, but, no, that's but true. Archer they were was in prison for a day. Right. One that, day. Because yeah. Casper Troy set this bomb to go off like eight weeks from whenever he planted it. Right. Because he wanted a certain date. It was for the Supreme Court justices or whatever. There was a reason. If they yeah. did come around to be like, why did he set the timer on this bomb for so long? At least they gave me that where they're like, oh, there was a couple, there was two or three justices were going to be in the building that day, which... You know, uh, it makes sense. Also, anytime like Pollux or Castro is it's on a computer and they're setting their bomb up and it's like, oh, you're really good at turning me on. It it all reminds me of Mr. Smithers' computer when it's Mr. Burns. Yeah. All it reminds me of. The Simpsons rip that from this? Yeah. I don't know. I'd have to look at the time frame. It's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I imagine your work computer is something like that. With the My, work <laughs> My work computer is spotless. But if I want to have a sexy picture of Mr. Burns on my home computer, I'll have a sexy picture of Mr. Burns on my home computer. And you sure can. And I do. And I, I mean, I don't know if there's much left to talk about the warehouse. This is where he first says you're not having any fun. He asks, asks him to join him. That would have yeah. been a totally different movie if Archer was like, okay, <laughs> let's do it. Loved, I thought about it. I was like, oh, I would have loved that. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a bananas movie. Then uh, unless there's something else you want to talk about there. Uh, I'll talk about great Nicholas Cage's. Just in this whole movie. No, he, I mean having a great time playing every role he he does all the emotions in this he's crying in it he's yep. he's scared that eve's gonna look at him later on in this movie because also if you're one like number one on the fbi's list or whatever this super secret is are you gonna go to like your number one guy's warehouse or they got home mm-hmm. that's the first place you go and he doesn't look for him there and then he goes back to his own house and he doesn't look for him there either but I'm jumping ahead. I apologize. Yeah. It, it, that annoyed me a little bit. Where I was like, he's going to the most logical places where he would be caught. They, they catch Pollux. Yeah, I mean, it's either so, so we meet the Archer family briefly. This is the first time he's at home, and he harshes his daughter for having the uh, like, what happened at school today? And it's like, oh, I see. Like it's like shaming her for having. I laughed so hard. I forgot. I was like, oh, that's supposed to be edgy. Okay. Yeah, what year is this, right? Like, yeah. I was like, this is so long ago. be edgy, and that's like, yeah, so not. She doesn't have half her head shaved. She doesn't have a face tattoo. Yeah, I mean, even that's, like, whatever. I mean, yeah. that's normal stuff. I'm trying, I, yeah. I don't even, I'm old, man. I don't know what's edgy now. I'm not that. Right. I know that. Yeah, so, I mean, you get that scene. I thought that scene was bad. But I figured that you'd defend it, so. Have a hard time with his family, you know. Then, um, 
you get like the office. He gets back to the office and gives a speech about all his dead people that did, like they were trying to cheer him on. And, and finally got this mass murderer off the street, right. and he still can't be like, yeah, okay, great. I mean, I get it. Like a bunch of people die, but you know what? That agent you put on the plane should have shot Castro Troy right, right. away. But I don't know why she tried to take him alive. Shoot him in the belly. Because Archer needed to take him out. Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, don't be sad. She's dead. Right. She shot him in the belly. She's alive. Yeah, her death see. is not Archer's fault. Right. Her death is her own fault. I forget what her name was. Then we get to the surgery scene, the Walsh Industries. We have an appearance just like last week. Another zip disc made it into the appearance. Yeah, I was like, oh, I'm rocking, rocking a zip disc. They make them in every okay. movie. This movie's what? What year did Face Off come out? 97? 97, 97, yeah. 97, Deep Blue Sea was uh, 98. Yeah. It was big technology then. They just wanted to have it in use. Everybody wants a disc. That was a disc heyday, right? Yeah, I was like, that was number one time to be in the, you know, the, the zip disc market. And, uh, you know, CCH Pounder shows up, and I was like, oh, missed you on the shield. Mm. I should do the shield again. Just come back for like a four-part miniseries. Right. I don't want any more than that. I don't think that I don't want it to come back as a show. They're going to do that. They're all so much. They're all so much older now. Well, yeah, and just with the the whole police movement right now, uh, you might as well just world bring me into the fake world. Just I know are problematic right now. I know they are. Just go to the Baltimore Gun Trace team, and you can live it in real life. I mean, it happened steps from steps from Laurel. (laughs) The real life shield was going on. Just read about it. It's fascinating. Indeed. Interesting. Send me a link. I'm gonna check that out. Uh, I don't know, like that. I, I don't think that Stabler show is going forward anymore, or they've shelved it for another year until people forget. I guess is what they're hoping. Forget? I hope. <laughs> I, I have to say, I don't know what they're doing with it. I'm sure, it's more COVID related than anything else, and they're maybe doing rewrites and stuff like that. But sure. Yes. Yeah, he's, he's like, not going to be the Stabler old. I've told you this. He's not going to be talking to his tie and I don't, beating people <laughs> for no good reason in interrogation. Never, the stabler of all because once he shot that kid and that's why he quit svu because he was forced to shoot a child yeah you know so i think that's what changed him but i thought he retired from being a cop i don't so he must be like divorced from his wife i hope he's like a monk like filling ink cartridges now or something like that and you just follow his life <laughs> i mean i'm still gonna fucking watch it like <laughs> i mean i only watched two cop shows as it is right now i think that's two more than i watched so. i mean you should watch the rookie it's a great show <laughs> you should watch the rookie. I mean, no homework on that. You got you're already busy, but maybe one day, you know, when there's like actually they are in the third season of the rookie. You gotta slow down. The show hasn't been off the air for like ten years yet. Once it's <laughs> off the air for like ten years, then I jump in. If you're gonna watch a show that's on the air, watch Alien Resident with Alan Tudyk. Tundic? Sure. I don't even know what that is. Who that you is? You know him. No, you know I don't him. know what that show is. I know no. who <laughs> You said Resident Alien, right? Yeah, Resident Alien. I remember Alien Nation, and I know there's a show called The Resident. And Alien, uh, he comes to Earth, and he's trying to fit in as a small-town doctor, mm-hmm. but he really doesn't know anything about Earth. They did, there's a specific reason he came here. So it's like here. Starman. Kind of like Starman with a more sinister... Like, he knows about humans, and he learns to speak watching Law & Order. So, like, anything he knows comedy? about... comedy? Yes. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Was All right. Yeah, um... Fuck, what, what was Alan's role on? He's in Rogue One. He's the robot from Rogue One. K2SO. K2SO, yeah. I'm trying to think. Wait, did you watch Dodgeball, Ryan? Yeah. The movie? He's Steve the Pirate. Okay. That's him. He's the main character. It's it's a fantastic show. I can't recommend it enough. Yeah. Have you watched Tucker and Dale vs. Evil? 
Oh yeah, that's no. a great. Oh my gosh, you gotta see that movie. <laughs> okay. I have to do that on this podcast. That, I think, yeah, I'm, I'm right in, right in. Let me find a piece of paper, man. I gotta find one of them, the sacred note cards. Yeah. Not have to pray sacred. to the yes, sacred note cards. I have to pray to the Koji gods and ask them for permission to write Dale and Tucker. And I, that's on Hulu all the time. So, and I have a note cards, so we're good to go. Yeah, we'll but, yeah, there's four episodes out. It's on the Sci-Fi Channel. You're gonna see a lot of co- commercials for something called Winona Earp, which I, I, the Winona Earp gender bending show. Yeah. Something? Okay. I, I, mean, I haven't seen it. It's just there are 48 commercials because it's about to premiere uh, March 5th, I believe. So uh, uh, check that out when you hear this. Whenever right. it comes you think out. Think Sci-Fi was paying us for all this. I know. Commercial you're giving. Uh, oh, he is the robot from iRobot. In the yeah. bag. Yeah, that's all that. <laughs> I don't think that's a. I, I, that really, that's right stamp of approval. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I honestly couldn't tell you. I think it was fine when I saw it. Again, I'm being on the fine, but uh, I don't remember. Yeah, Um, Tom Brady's uh, baby's mama, Aaron Reagan. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll watch it. All right, should we get back to face off? Stop talking about shows I watch on the Sci-Fi Channel. Yeah, so we were at Walsh Industries. They're they're talking to him about doing this plan. He says, "I'm not gonna do the plan. I'm gonna go interrogate all these people." Right. Uh huh. And, yeah, and then he interrogates like three people. Right. And three right. people he can get a hold of. Did he, how can can he just beat the crap out of Pollock Troy until he tells him the bomb is? No, it's a problem. Yeah. I mean, I guess. I mean, I don't know. He makes that one guy shit himself. Like, yeah, what yeah. you think? You think yeah. he used bad language so like I shit himself? He just used the brown note. That's all. He just kept playing the brown note over yeah. and over yeah. in the room. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's implied that he was beating prisoners. Right. He just scared him. Is my problem. Maybe he was beating them. I don't know. I assume he was beating them. Like, well, he does beat the one guy. He the the bald guy. He yeah. ends up what? Does he pistol with him or he just he just punches him after he asks him about his dead son? Again, yeah. he just he just punches him in the face or does he pistol with him? He punches him, right? Yeah. I mean that just reminded me of Tombstone where it smells like somebody died. Yeah. yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. Um so then, you know, after that he kind of gives up and agrees to the plan. All right. So they take his face off. Oh. Why uh-huh. and I mean I know that the movie did why do they leave Castor Troy alive after they um because they're doctors, it's a do no harm, right? They took his face off. That's kind of alive. Hard. I mean, they left him exposed his flesh. It wasn't even like they put uh, something. They what put bandages. Of, huh? No, it was coma. a coma. So, one, why don't they have him? Also, oh, least... C.C. Connor puts a cigarette out on his arm. How to get burned? How to get burned? How to get burned? How to get burned? They really yeah. give it. Yeah, but you know, even if even if he was in a coma, I mean, I think they'd have him. At least restrained to the bed, just I don't know in case or someone guard him if he's really this powerful of dude. You know, I, again, this is all. I mean, he wouldn't be in Welsh. I mean, what were they? What were they doing with him if not to do this surgery? Were they gonna just kill him, put him in jail? Like, we're, yeah, he'd probably just go to a mel- medical facility and just be sto- stored be there. I think, I think Walsh was gonna sell off the rest of his organs, man. Yeah. Alright, so, I'm down with that. Would everybody become evil who got his organs? No, it's not like the Friday the thirteenth cursed objects or anything. No, wait, that, what movie was that where that guy I just said shocker. Oh shocker, yes. I missed you saying shocker now that you say that. No, 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 no. 
that's not the shocker. That's body parts. parts. Body parts. Yeah. Body parts. Yeah. yeah. Shocker yeah. was the one where he gets like electrocuted and then gets like shocking powers, right? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> or, what was the guy's name? Like Horace Pinker or something like that? Yeah, he turned into electricity. They yeah. came out around the same time. But yeah, yeah. body parts. I remember body parts freaked me out as a kid. I didn't like the thought of that, that I could get a transplant and then become evil. Didn't like <laughs> But, uh, you know, right. that you surgery is pretty amazing. But, yeah, it's pretty good, right? But they left his 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 face and, in the little jar. And they explained everything, how they're, they're, they're going to give him a little tummy tuck, get rid yeah. of those love handles. Except leave mm-hmm. the scar, right? He wants the scar because oh, he's got a character. You know, yeah. it's a reminder. Yeah. And he gives his dude the, the ring. What what I guess but I guess you don't see it is when later on they're doing um Nick Cage's surgery is how does he know all this stuff? You know, like all he wakes up to is a basically a removed face and then he sees Archer's face like laying in a tub of water. Like how does he is this surgery so it doesn't seem like this was a common surgery. obviously in, in this universe medical technology is a little ahead, but is it that he had common been that he's he, didn't he? Oh, that's right. You did He's see watching him like it. watching yeah. the yeah. surgery, watching the surgery. Yeah. But there were some things they prepped for Archer's surgery. They didn't prep because remember that plastic thing that goes onto his face was molded into um fit his face and the bone structure of yeah. McCain. Right. They didn't make one for the other way. So he had to make another one. Where did he get the bone structure? They had Maybe it on they made, file. Like, had files. They had all one of those um, uh, uh, sk- okay. you know zip disks. I mean, I'm just I'm nitpicking over a, a super that's advanced that's fictional easy surgery. Fix. So it's whatever. Easy it was on the zip disk. Right. It had the dimensions, and they got it. Yeah. And uh, so Travolta's or Sean Archer's in prison now. Right. And they get these stupid space boots that were yeah. used in uh, Super Mario Brothers. It's me, Mario. Yeah. The Goomba <laughs> boots. Yeah, I I did like that was so unnecessary. Just make it a regular like prison. Well, I, I think that's one of the things that was left over from the sci-fi. Oh, I'm sure, it was. I'm sure it was. Like yeah, but my note is. What are those? They have to sleep in those fucking boots. Yeah. I don't yeah. know how you guys sleep. I don't like to have boots on when I sleep. No. Like that seems cruel and unusual punishment to me. Right, like, maybe when they're locked up, they let them take them off or something. They apparently shower yeah. them and everything else yeah. because you they shower, only take them off you're, when you're your feet you're are not back. gonna be clean for three lifetimes or whatever. Ugh. It's yeah. just a bad idea. <laughs> that wasn't well thought through. Because yeah. uh, Thomas Jane says the only way your boots come off is if you're about to get all all shocky shocked for some reason. Like, why not leave the boots on? Who gives a shit? If I imagine it? they'll malfunction from the shock or something. Right. They're trying something. to protect their equipment. I'm all guessing. right. Now, prisoner safety thing. Right. No, fuck them. They don't care. I mean, I mean, you saw that prison was run. They just pain stick them all the time. Yeah. Well, wouldn't the water from the showers hurt the boots? Yeah. Maybe they're, not, maybe they're waterproof. I, I don't yeah, know. They're waterproof. Loud, not I, this movie. Again, I love this movie. You're the one that likes this, so you explain it to me. This is this is not they're my waterproof. bag. They're waterproof. Yeah, they're waterproof. Okay. Oh, this movie's definitely my bag. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm on the cover of the book being like, yeah, <laughs> face off. Yeah. I'm I, doing I the face off thing to myself. I don't understand why they even needed the boots. Like, why? What do they accomplish other than being? Oh yes, they can lock their prisoners down to the floor. There you go. It. And their location. It gave them the location because yeah. they could watch the little circle oh, on the oh. screen and know where well, everything. And plant a microchip in their neck and be done with it, you know. Right. And then they could track like how you know. I, I guess he has a scene where he's digging the microchip out of his neck. Yeah. Because I was like, they could just track him when he's you know escaped. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, gotcha. Go back to the C prison. Uh, but when he's escaping this prison, real quick, just jump forward a little bit. He acts surprised when he gets out onto it, like the the top part, and he realizes it's an oil rig. 
They flew him in there, right? Was his he head in the been, bag? Yeah, yeah he's in the bag. Did he not know about this prison being it? Well, no, he should have known about it because one, he was Trump the FBI agent. Yeah. He knew where Castor or Pollux, like, Pollux was being kept. Yeah. Yeah, like he should know what this prison is. He acted like they took him to a different uh, building. Yeah. yeah, it was. It so was weird. Out, he's like, no, right? <laughs> Don't you you know where they sent uh, Pollux Troy? Yeah. Um. Yeah. It didn't it didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. How did Castor know even um with watching the surgery video? The two other FBI people that he had to to burn alive. To... Yeah, I was wondering the same. He got Walsh to talk. Yeah, that's he must have oh, Walsh yeah, to talk. Yeah, that's all I can explain. The out of that dude. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, he probably did that. very bad things to that guy. Besides pouring gasoline on him and throwing a match on him, right. which I was like, why? That just seems time consuming. Like, just shoot him in the head. Let's go home. Like, let's yeah. Scott Eagle this shit and get out of here. But oh. he wants to have some fun, Reagan. They also launched fireworks during the prison wire riot. Yeah. Fireworks going all off all they over keep the place. Keep them on top of the the prisons yeah. as well. Yeah. Things well are exploding, known. man. I don't know what like you know those explosions look like on top of secret prisons. Right. They might look like fireworks. You don't know. Right. All right. So he get. I mean, I mean, this were like he meets Thomas Jane, very young looking Thomas Jane. Did you recognize him, Ryan? Who's Thomas Jane again? <laughs> uh, we just whatever this expanse. last week. Oh, Miller. But you no, know, was Miller in this no. one as well? Which yes. one, Miller? He's the guy he talks to in the prison with the long hair. Oh, he was. Burke Hicks. Yes. Burke Hicks. Uh, by the way, from Baltimore, Maryland. So. Yeah, man. Uh, he does great work. I just didn't recognize him. In yeah, right. oh, if you hadn't mentioned that he was in this movie, I would not have recognized him watching I, Now really? I remember when we talked yeah. about him last time, you said that he was in the jail scene, and I didn't even yeah. connect, even look for him, and it didn't even come up yeah. in my, you know, like, uh, what? Love to shame. Yeah. Yeah. Open the Punisher sequel one day. Not going to happen. Even love him in the... What was that new terrible Predators movie? Predators? Yeah, I think it was Predators. No, no. Predators is the one I like with Adrian Brody, right? The yeah. Predator. Yeah. Yeah, that I'm... terrible piece of shit. I think I can send you a screen pass, Rob, if you want to hate yourself for an hour and a half. I, I really don't. All right. There's some stuff that's decent in it, but it it should be better than what it is, especially because it's, it's written by Shane Black. It's directed by Shane Black. Has you Shane know. Black lost it? I don't think he's lost it. No, because... um. What's that one he did with Gosling and uh, Russell Crowe? The good, the good guys. Uh, nice guys is a nice guy. Nice guys. Nice guys. Yeah. That was that fun. Was that was fun. Fantastic. Yeah. That was a good time. So I don't think he's lost it. It's. I think Predator movies are hard because they, they keep trying to either a do the same thing as Predator one, or they want to make the Predator a good guy because people like the Predator, and so they, you know, they're like, oh, this is an evil super Predator, but don't worry, we got this other Predator. He's our friend. He's gonna help us beat the other Predator. You know, it's, it's the same thing as, like, Alien vs. Predator, the alien yeah, like, yeah, why haven't they just, you know, removed the humans and gone to that, you know, gone to that? And just... It would be great. I'd, I'd watch the shit out of an Alien vs. Predator movie that took place on an alien planet. I mean, I don't want to read, like, Predator subtitles. Like, can we make the Predator speak English and just pretend? Of course we can. We can do whatever right. we want. All right. That's that's how I want it. Like, uh, do it like, uh, what is that, Tom Cruise on uh, World War II? Valkyrie, where they speak German for about 12 seconds and then it just goes into English. We'll, we'll, we'll grant you that wish, but the Predators have to speak in really goofy accents. The whole movie? Like British? Yes, the whole. No, no, no. Just <laughs> random goofy accents. What are you doing, Potter? Get us way back. You tell me. Come back to the Fuck man. Tommy McFadden, what is my conscience with the horses, you know? Why the fuck do I want a Potterman? It's got no fucking wheels. He just lost the whole UK market. <laughs> I did. That was an easy thing. I had to throw it out real quick. The whole movie had to speak an accent? That's going to be annoying. I mean, I'm going to watch this movie. I'll watch any Predator movie. Maybe they, just, Predator they could just sound like they're, tele- you know, identify them. They what is it? Sound uh, like they're from the belt. Would you like that? If they sound like they're from the belt. Not that much. 
what I was thinking was the Gungans from Phantom Menace. Oh, okay. It's like that like weird like clicking thing when they're when they're talking to the lead Gungan. Yeah. I forget what his name is. Boss Yeah. Man, Rob, you got you got that on the tip of your tongue right there, man. Yeah, Rob, I, I may read some of these stories, you know, like the Golden Book versions to my kids. So I know. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. That makes more sense. He's got him tattooed on his back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't have Boss Nass tattooed on their back? <laughs> we'll jump back to the great face off. Yeah, I mean, you know, the prison, you've got the scene where he drives past the house, you know, whereas Caster, mm-hmm. as in Archer's body, drives past the house, you know, like, whole introduction to, you know, hitting on his wife, then you get your favorite scene with him hitting on the daughter, and, you know... Oh, like, I don't need that. Nope, do not. Don't, don't need it, don't want it. Yeah. You know, I... I the only thing is I, could, I can say is I think Travolta and uh, Nick Cage did a great job of, you know acting the two characters out like it was believable you know like i think they both do a fucking fantastic job keeps you in the movie i mean then we go to the 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 drug house i don't know what you call it right oh we we had a excuse me visiting the son's grave that was some point in here then they see that the drug house and you know like meeting um i want to take his face off yeah Yeah. right they're like don't get this guy any more drugs yeah yeah you know he meets his son you know, yeah. calls him Michael. Why is telling him all this shit right now? Because he said one nice thing to her. Well, and he had, she hadn't seen him in forever. Maybe she's been wanting to tell him for a long time, and Cass just ain't been around. I don't know. Yeah, she, I, mean, I thought it was just that she said one nice thing to her. She's like, oh, that's yours, too. That's your kid. You got a kid. All right. But they do that face thing again. You know, the face rub thing. It just yeah. meets him. Because uh-huh. I try to keep track of all the face rubs in this movie. I got to, like, seven or eight. I think I missed a couple. That's a ton. There's a ton. There's so many just random face rubs throughout this whole movie. We didn't we didn't talk about your favorite scene, which I, well maybe it comes after the drug house. So it cuts the drug house and it cuts back to what, brother and sister kiss. No, I hadn't the gotten there. Is that your oh, favorite okay. scene? That's your favorite no, scene. Okay, I, I, that's I, you I read that. Out where I was like, no. I don't need this movie. Like, that's I a thought weird it was kid. gonna be your your boy Danny Masterson <laughs> in the uh, driveway. Uh, you know, like playing himself in real life apparently. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> If you believe it. I'm I mean, sorry. Allegedly. 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 Like, right? Like a podcast before we make, you know, a dollar. I don't think it was just one person that's come out. So I mean, I, from his I, own show. Like, you can say allegedly if you want. Yeah, it was a decent show. Mm-hmm. If you like that 70s show, you're going to love the ranch or mm-hmm. you're going to put up with it and tolerate it like I did. So after that's, you know, ridiculous scene, you get the whole learn. Do you have protection <laughs> scene with the knife? And so that, you know, going to happen later you know even the first time you see it but of course we know it's going to happen but i mean is that is, is that senior bag i mean is that i i liked parts of it like i liked that he was trying to like teach her how to defend herself right. which like, again like, i don't know why he cares i don't know why he cares either but like i don't know like the fatherly aspect of it all yeah so may, maybe caster has changed a little bit since killing adam maybe he wants to be around kids more well he didn't have anything to do with his own son so yeah I don't know. Maybe if she had told him, he would have not made that bomb to level Hell A. Did you hate it when he called it Hell A? Yes. I did as well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least you're on the same page with me. There's a lot of stuff you hate in this movie. It's not all It's not all rainbows here. But um, after you get that whole, you know, butterfly knife scene, the protection scene, then I think it goes back. And we get what I think is one of the worst scenes I've ever seen, which a lot of people probably love and think is very artistic. Oh. The, the Somewhere Over the Rainbow raid with the people coming in. I can't stand it. I think it's so dumb. They're dragging this kid from room to room. Like, quote-unquote, trying to protect him. Yeah. They have a fucking bathroom. Can't they throw him in a tub? I don't know. 
for him at that point. Not in the middle of the room on like, I don't know, a glass dance floor. I don't even know what the fuck he was standing on. Yeah, it was stupid. The headphones are never that loud either. They're not going to like, they're not going to blow out anything. So apparently the uh, original song, Puff the Magic Dragon, better or worse, what they chose. I'd, I'd, say, I'd say, I don't know. I'd say equal. They're going to be about the same. It, it's not the song that's so much. I, I just, again, I'm sure there's lots of people out there and maybe you guys love that scene and think it's very artistic and cinematic it's or whatever term you want to use. Get the kid in the top. They put the kid somewhere safe before you no, start. No, I think it's supposed to be like Lost Innocence in the song. Puff the Magic Dragon or Somewhere of the Rainbow is an innocent song. So it's supposed to show the, you know, the two sides. Innocence and Innocence Lost, I guess, clashing is what they're trying to go for there. But I hated it. I mean, <laughs> it just, it just, it's not All for right. me. Every time I've seen it. Kids break stuff instead. It might be worse because it just doesn't make any sense <laughs> with the kid there i mean <laughs> all right fine i mean body again floor yeah oh drown pool yeah. Yeah. yeah die motherfucker die by dope i, I don't know I, you could name a whole bunch of other songs from yeah there. i'm sure it's funny all right this next song goes out to the guy who keeps yelling from the balcony it's called we hate you please die i don't, Sweet. I don't know um you know what they just played something by live or creed since I haven't no. mentioned them in the three podcasts, oh. so I gotta throw them out there real quick. You know, yeah. what if they played a uh, Dolphins Cry or uh, what was the the live song? Um, Pain Lies by the Riverside. No, no, it got lightning played all. Crashes? Lightning crashes. That's no, it. No, no one should play Lightning Crashes ever. <laughs> Why would you play? I mean, I got them. I know. We've been we right now. We the Lightning Crashes for twenty seconds, or like ten seconds. How how long can we oh. play some boys pay for it? And listen to it five seconds less than that. I, I don't know. Again, that, that scene was just never one. You know, a lot of people die. A lot of you know, like. Oh, I did really like the mirror sequence at the end of this. Like, you know, when they're oh, looking yeah, at each other. Oh yeah, that was cool. I, 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 I like that. Scene. Yeah, but yeah, that, I thought the mirror scene was cool. I, I will give it that. I did like. I the ducked mirror. out of the way at the same time and got out of the way of bullets. Yeah. You know, That's that, so. Like, I seen that they use special cameras for it, which were really rare at the time. Really, that's uh, John Woo, of course. He could have got a handle. You know, he could have got his hand on that shit. I mean, it's a, it's a cool shot, but I was like, oh, they definitely would have shot each other because they're three inches from each other. Yeah. They're the fastest humans on the planet. But no, it, it was cool with them, you know, seeing their own faces or, you know, like what, you know, like yeah. they're, they're shooting it or, you know, their other faces. I, I did like that. I, I will give that. That was a, a, a cool. Doubt, that's a cool shot. That looks, yeah. It looked good. Yeah. And then, um, you know, then you have the caster. Yes. Well, you have the. You have a couple deaths. You have the, the bald guy death, and you have caster death. Yeah, T-shirt dies. Yeah. Pretty much everyone dies, but uh, the kid and Gina Gershon. She, yeah, she she don't die yet, right? Like, um, but then you get the again. We already talked about the, the tie and caster shoe. Pollux. Huh? Pollux. Excuse me. Yeah. Wrong Troy. Um, yeah. yeah, this is where he dies and he shoots the cop. Yeah. I mean, it's still a person. I guess it's a bad person. I don't. I don't know. Thankfully, I've never had to murder a person, so I don't know how I would feel about it. Right. Probably not great. Um, um, then I guess the next thing to note, I mean, I can he kills the director, you know, uh, story. <laughs> you laugh at this because <laughs> he comes in. And he's like, oh, when he's yelling at him, I was like, God damn it, man. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was like, oh, I guess you have to show for the audience. Yes, you gotta, yeah. they gotta understand that it's, his heart is is bad, right? Like, otherwise yeah. you won't know. But I was like, they could have done that in the first scene. That guy was in. They yeah, could have had him be like, oh, and done it earlier. Yeah. You know, every yeah. time you every time you see that guy, he's angry. So uh, I mean, when you saw him earlier, it was the real Sean Archer, not Caster Troy playing Sean Archer. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. 
I, I do like how he tells him. Like, cause that guy's having a heart attack or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's like, I am Castor Troy. He must have been so fucking confused. Right. <laughs> he doesn't know about Microsoft technology. Right. His right. friend just punched him in the chest and told him he was someone else. Probably just confused the shit out of him as he died. Right. He just thinks you had one too many drinks. <laughs> like, like, kill him. That guy punched me in the chest. Next thing I have is just her, him convincing Eve. Finally. Oh, right. He goes to the house and he's like, don't look at me. Yeah. Right. Like, you're Caster Troy. You're the guy who killed her son. And, right. and her. And you're standing in her bedroom, like, going through her shit. Right. But test my blood. You'll see that, like, like. Uh, like, he's bleeding. He gives her that to test, right? Yeah. Why does she have to take Travolta's blood? Yeah. Did she even test his blood that he smashed with the. Travolta's. Yeah. I was like, I was, I thought the same thing. I was like, isn't that why he smashed? I mean, I know he took wanted to take the picture, but isn't that why he smashed it? So he could give her some blood to test? Shot from the, the shootout. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, he yeah. was wounded there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blood all over her sash. I thought he gave her that. It was like test that. You'll see that my blood types. I don't remember that. I guess maybe she tests both, but we only see her test the one. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, why do you need to test both? <laughs> oh, I guess maybe. Yeah, she like, knows you know, 100% Archer's blood type, and she's not just gonna trust Caster Troy that. Yeah. Someone that looks like Caster Troy that his. Nor should she. And then her husband shows up at her work and is like just ripping bit, you know coverings off patients and stuff yeah i don't know how how you would justify that to your significant other that you barged into her work because she left without talking to him in the middle of the night she's a doctor i was kidding there's no oh. justification for it <laughs> <laughs> i was just like she's a doctor this I keep trying to fix this movie for you. I, I'm not the one that should be defending it. It doesn't, you know, make a whole lot of sense. If you like it deep down in your heart, Kate. Yeah. Deep in your soul, you're like, this is a great fucking movie. So then they go to the funeral for the boss. Right? Yeah. Is that where we are? Yep. You got, you know, you, you got the funeral. You got the boat chase. You got the doves. You got well, all that action. The how did so many doves get into this goddamn church? <laughs> I want to know how many were stepped on. It's just so out of place to me. Everywhere. There would be bird shit everywhere in that place. You couldn't sit down. All over the coffin. I hope it was a closed casket. (laughs) It was was something. And you get your, you get a standoff scene in this, which I kind of forgot about where they're all, you know, pointing, pointing guns at each other. And it's like the, the wee, what a predicament. (laughs) (laughs) John Rodell kills it in this movie. That was fun. That was fun for sure. Just looks like a fun time was had by all. Right. And this is when like he takes uh, Jamie Hossa hostage, stabs him in the leg because as, as, as taught. Right. As, after she shoots her dad. Right. Well, she know he hadn't had the whole blood type discussion with her or tried to move his little throat sensor. Oh no, oh, he yeah. did say he said like, hear my voice. You know, like mm-hmm. just try to bang her or get yeah. creepy with her. So she should have been like, oh. I'm not going to trust smoking creepy dad. No, but she likes smoking dad because that is one thing this movie taught you is that smoking is cool. Smoking! Because uh, everybody's <laughs> definitely in there. And then, then we get to the, this, this amazing boat chase. Yeah, that's not... is boat chase all adds up. Makes sense right. to me. It is. It's like... I, again, I, I would love to see it. Maybe it was in the original run of the movie or whatever with you talk about different scripts and what, but they're like, we should do a car chase. And they're like, no, how can we make this better? And they're like, well, we already had the plane thing in the beginning. So what else? You know what? Boats. And that's, that's how it started. That's just how I feel it happens. Like, that's it. You know, yeah, fill you in on the thing I, I learned by uh, yeah. listening it's, to the commentary. So uh, I, I got this from the writers. That boat chase was one of the things that they actually filmed first. 
and it was uh, partially because um, part of it was because uh, timing, budgetary reasons, and stuff like that. So they put a little bit extra effort, and they put some money into that. They started showing that to the executives, who at the time were a little shaky on the whole concept, and that's how they got even more money. So. I didn't want to say this earlier, but initially, I believe your estimate for what the budget was was correct. They shot that scene, showed it to the executives. The executives right. ponied up more cash so that they could do more of the stuff they wanted to do. And more then dubs. they bumped it up. Yeah, definitely for the more doves. So you were right there, too. <laughs> and then, so John Woo loved the, the sequence because he had wanted to shoot a boat sequence for Hard Target. Mm-hmm. But he didn't have the money. So at this point, he's got a little bit more juice. He's got a little bit more pull. He he pulls it off. You know, apparently the executives really liked what they saw. They were excited about it. So the stunt, the more stunt oriented actiony stuff where, you know, from our perspective now, you can see it's obviously stuntmen. They shot that stuff first. That's what they showed to the executives. And I believe later on, they get more of the pickup shots where you've got close-ups of you know john travolta's face and nicholas cage's face um and then for the previous scene at the funeral there was one crazy anecdote which i couldn't find anywhere on trivia but gina gershon wanted to show up to the funeral in that scene you know where she shows up as the surprise like fourth gun yeah yeah, yeah. she wanted to show yeah. up with the shaved head yeah. to show that like solidarity with the death of you know her brother her dietrich brother. and then like the writers were not we're thinking that was a terrible idea. They pass it up the chain, went to the director, goes up to the executives, and they're like, fuck no. That is the could you imagine the alternate Bad idea. Yeah, there's an alternate reality where we get to that scene and then you just see Gina Gershon walking and she's bald. And that's all you would be able to look at. You would like, shock me. The whole scene. It's all you would think about is Gina Gershon's bald. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So what luckily that wasn't in the movie. So they, she didn't get that, but John Woo did get his uh his boat scene. You wouldn't yeah. notice all the fifty thousand doves behind him. Yeah, we would. You'd just be looking at that big bald head and you'd be like, Why 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 is this happening? Yeah. But she did I did read trivia that Adam was supposed to be the the result of a threesome between her caster and her brother. Ooh. And they cut that out, and I was like, that's a good cut. Right. Yeah. That's a good job, John yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not get that in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, there's some weird shit in this movie. Like, we can get the, the underage girls out of this movie. Well, you just cut out a third of it. I mean, it just. I cut out like three scenes. <laughs> like, all right, three scenes are too much. Right. I'm with you. Cut them out. Yeah, get rid of them. So, we're, we're in this awesome chase scene. They're shooting guns, they're fighting each other. Shit's blowing up. It's awesome. Right. They fly off the like it crashes into the beat. Uh, they're going, I don't know, 190 miles an hour. At least. <laughs> you gotta do superhero landing. Wait for it. <laughs> you see two bodies flying through the air and then Woo! superhero landing. Yeah, that's really hard on your knees. Totally impractical. Yeah. Kind of just roll on the beach and they're like, ah, we're fine. We're right. gonna keep fighting. <laughs> but they rolled. So they tried yeah, they rolled. Yeah. They rolled. There's like explosions yeah. everywhere. Yeah. More more, more fire explosions. They look yeah. cool. Fly yeah. there, man. They look awesome. Sean gets his hold on the, the spear gun that was in the, the speedboat. Of course. Cause, you know, they were spear right. fishing. <laughs> You're in LA and you own a speedboat. Yep. You need a spear you gun. You got a spear gun inside it. It's yeah. a, I mean, what is, when I buy my speedboat, I'm going to have like eight spear guns in there. Because right. you never know. When like Jason Voorhees is going to be around and you just need right. to have that. You never know. Yeah. Caster starts to cut his face. Yeah. And he's like a kicks dick move. Yeah. <laughs> which like doesn't really matter like i mean because the healing technology they have is off the chain, right. you know so, well, yeah. he's cutting them on the vines that right. it was already cut on yeah right 
He didn't cut down like, the middle. Not like right. with this. Yeah, but even if he it's cut down the middle, it's like I'm sure they would have fixed it up. Just maybe, fine. maybe their healing properties don't work if That's you true. cut it they in, it's in salt water. Far away, uh, maybe, maybe. Maybe there's not enough skin left if he cut it. But he cuts along the lines that it was already cut along. Maybe he was going to cut it off and swallow it. <laughs> I don't know. Just that, like, <laughs> like bacon. But I mean, Sean Archer does dirty pool and kicks him in the nuts. Yeah. I mean, it's not a clean way to win, but Sean Archer wins the fight at the end. And you, you get the the ready for the big ride baby song again. And ever since I watched this movie, I've been singing that death rattle version of it over and over again where i'll be walking my kitchen i'll be ready, ready for the big rat. i don't know why I, I just watched the movie like yesterday i don't even remember the song you're talking yeah, about I, I have no memory of this no, song no you're talking about either he sang it twice in this movie yeah i don't remember it at yeah. all right at the engine in the beginning uh I believe you. It was yeah, there. I have no memory of music there. He is he's getting ready for the big ride? Oh, is he actually singing? He's actually. Phys- it's not background music. He's actually. No, no he's yes. actually singing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I remember that now. That right, you're saying. It's not I, I thought, no, I'm singing the the death rattle version of it. It's <laughs> yeah. hilarious. That's oh, hilarious. <laughs> then all the FBI agents show up after all this shit's done. They're like, "We're here now." Right. It like, takes a while. Hey, we're also at that funeral. <laughs> Right. Like Margaret Cho and every, you know everybody, they were at that funeral, right? They were, you would think they would be for the director. Yeah, of the, like, oh, we just found out what happened and blah blah blah. I think if that was really the director of the FBI, it'd be a massive like a you, big service. Yeah, it wouldn't be a small dove, you know, more doves than people type service. I think there'd be a lot it going on. Man, right. it was yeah. it was in his will he had to have doves. Yeah, that's so that, this was the place. I mean. I really kind of want to get a will now. Yeah, I put that in there. <laughs> like, I need a hundred doves to just not, don't release them outside. Sneak them in the church. No. <laughs> no. Just release them in the church, you know, uh, jackass style. But they get into an ambulance. He puts them next to the dead body yeah. of death. Yeah. Why? Do they all have one face? I have the same problem. And then I also have a problem later on when they show him, they're like, we got the best doctors. We're going to take care of you. He goes into surgery. And like, then they show like his wife at like home. I'm like, she didn't even come to the surgery. She's not like yeah. waiting there for, it. it's not like she didn't know about this one. Right. She knew about the surgery yeah, to go yeah. back. She's like his daughter and his wife don't come. Yeah, what do they got going on? She shot a guy. She's traumatized. She got to take care of her daughter. I mean, no one came to watch this guy through surgery. It, it just seemed really cold to me. I don't, don't understand. Because I don't give a fuck. And then, like, and then of course you get the whole scene where he he comes with the stolen kit. Like like they gave him like instead of a lollipop, you know, leaving the doctor's office, they gave him a kit on his way out. Yeah, and they just sprinkles like, it on him. Right. Yeah. And he's totally like, oh, you care if we, you know, that kind of gives the eyes if he stay with us for a while. <laughs> You get the you get the, the face wash again. It's like, I'm JB. Right. I still remember that from like '97. Yeah. But yeah, the whole stealing the kid and making it. I, I wish they'd said he has a name, but we're gonna call him Michael too from yeah. now on. Like, like, like from now on. It's it, it, it get my the, the game we're gonna play. Okay. We're gonna tease it right now because that that factors in because my my thing is fucked up. Uh, you guys hear about the alternate ending for this? Where his face was so damaged that when he comes to the house, he's Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Apparently, they're like, no, we're not going to do that. He's going to be revolted at the end. Yeah, I don't think that would have played well with audiences, you know, in in history. This movie's near perfect. Oh, so there's there's two other endings. Oh, are there two other? Let me tell you what they were since I, I actually got to see them on, like, the special edition 
that I got and then see if you like it any better. All right. So the first one that was shown to test audiences, um, the executives made them take out the, the kid. They made them take out the whole adopting of the kid. So it just it's just Sean Archer showing up and yeah. then it's her. It's him and, you know, the wife and then, uh, uh, you know, Janie, Janie and then they hug and then it, it, it ends. So when they test screened it, everybody was like, where's the kid? Because he made a promise to look after the kid. So the executives, I guess, initially what what they were what their thought process was is that they wouldn't want this reminder of their dead, dead son, son. Who, who was you know whose dad was the one who yeah. killed him. So they were like, oh, that's terrible. But apparently, you know that that sequence really played where he made a promise to to Gina Gershon's character and all that. So they reshot that part, and then that's what ends up in the movie. John Woo really wanted this weird like Hitchcock style ending that was kind of ambiguous. So he shot that and then like nobody got it. So it didn't make it in. It's pretty <laughs> much the same ending, except it's like then you fast forward to like later on at night. Right. And then John Travolta's uh, Sean Archer is like brushing his teeth or something like that. His wife is outside of the bathroom as she's coming in. He looks down. Then when he looks up, he sees Caster Troy in the mirror. And then he like is, you know, shocked for a second. But then she sees Caster Troy in the mirror, too, and then is shocked. And then it ends that way, which nobody really got because it was like, are you trying to say that the surgery didn't work or that he spent so much time being Caster that he's got he brought some of his. Yeah, he's got like his essence or something in him. But it's like, why would his wife see that in the reflection? So it didn't really play, but it's on there and it's just it plays like a completely different movie. If that's the last scene, it just all of a sudden goes into right. the twilight zone. But anyway, th- those were the other endings. I mean, yeah, I did I, like a, a Batman Joker vibe from the two of them at points in this movie. Yeah. Where he's like, you're not having any fun. Why don't right. you join me? We'll blow some shit up. I mean, I think I would like the ending better without the kid in the end and just left it up yeah, there. What happened to the kid? Or if they're going to bring the kid in, maybe they could have had the kid like doing something similar to that John Woo thing where like the mirror closed and the kid's looking at him kind of like creepily and then says something like, you're not having any fun, are you? Like, and then they just like goes black. That would have been awesome. Yeah, that would have been awesome. Chills. <laughs> yeah, that would have been great. That would have been a cool ending. That would have been amazing. I, th- I, th- I think we did it, guys. You know what? We're gonna be back right after this. We now return to Co is G. Welcome back from that break. That was fantastic. It's game time, people. This uh, this game we're gonna call out uh, brainstorming. And this is uh, we're gonna pitch uh, sequel ideas for what we want this amazing franchise to take off. Like we're gonna build the next Marvel universe. We're gonna build the next Star Wars, starting uh, with Ground Zero as Face Off. All right, okay. and we're also going to I'm gonna be taking notes here, sure. so that uh, we can build a Face Off bingo board. We're gonna see how many of your ideas that you guys come up with actually end up in the Face Off sequel. Okay. So, off you go. Eh, this is honestly something I've thought about. Before we watch this movie, I've thought about face-off sequel ideas because I've always thought it was fucked up they brought that kid home. Yeah. So, basically my pitch is they raise that kid as their dead son and he loses his identity as a person and becomes a serial killer. And his signature is he cuts people's faces off. Mm-hmm. All right, okay. All right. And the FBI agent who is tasked with finding the face-off serial killer is Jamie. And she doesn't know it's her adopted brother, of course. It's more of like a true detective feel 
than pure action. Yeah, trying to figure it out. Yeah, try you know murder mystery suspense thing. But more of a, the, a Silence of the Lambs. Does she get will. the answer in the end of this, or does he like kill her in the end and like move on? I, I would imagine she wins, and then we kick off a franchise of of uh, Jamie Archer movies. Oh. Where she's trying to take down villains. Right. Yeah. And, and where's uh, where's where's the the grown-ups and all of this at this time period? Uh, Sh- Sean Archer has a heart attack and dies. Oh, Jerry. I mean, this this movie takes place 20 years later. I mean, yeah, if you think that the, kid's got to be like seven years old right now, so it's at right. least 13 yeah, I, years in the future. I, I was saying yeah. it's 20 years later where he's right. been raised as yeah, what, Michael what is it, Matt, Michael. I think it's Michael, yeah. right? When the Michael, Michael Mike, I was like Michael, Maddie. Right. You know where you know he he doesn't have his own identity. Yeah. And uh, just a, a quick recast. I I was what what is it, Adam? Adam's the new, the new yeah, son. Yeah. See, I yeah. can't even remember the kid's name. That's why he's a serial killer. He didn't really have any big lines or anything. There's not much to remember, you know. But, I know, but if they say his name a few times, I should remember it. But I I, I will cast uh, Timothy Chalamet from Dune, mm-hmm. and then as his older sister, uh, Chloe Grace, um, Hit Girl, who is uh, Nicolas Cage's daughter in the Kick-Ass movies, as Jamie. Okay. Monette totally forgot I, think I should have wrote the whole name down on my notes and i didn't so who wants to go next in their pitch i mean my movie is obviously a mega blockbuster maybe that's the way they go right i i mean i i was just going to take it to you know more ridiculous than this particular movie is they have to go back in time because they realize you know that, well i'm that, interested yeah and you, it's going to you be, got my attention immediately. It's going to be an inner space type thing, though. They have to uh, be injected into each other's body before the face swap. Okay. Into okay. it. <laughs> Just stop. But the problem with this story is I can't figure out why they have to go back in time to be injected <laughs> inner space spot. And I'm not. I'm not really sure it. You'll matters. get a team of writers on it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah you'll, you'll hire some people to figure that shit out. Just as long as I put fireworks around it, like uh-huh. have a really cool looking time machine to like zap them back, and then you know have a lot of effects going on while they're inside their body. But I think it needs some internal like scenes, you know, of them in, in each other's bodies and in, in fighting in that way. I think it'll be great. So it, are the kids going into the bodies, or is Sean Archer going no, into the body? No, this is time travel. So it's, it's, oh, okay. It's Sean Archer going back somehow, you know, maybe they go back and they say. Does he have to be injected Troy's into Caster? Uh, does he have to be injected into <laughs> like Caster Troy? Yeah, they, they, like they, and control Caster Troy. That's for, right. Yeah. So okay. It's like, it's like puppet mastering within the puppet master, and it's going into the scenes of the first movie, sort of like you know, Back to the Future, like oh, it, they're happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm so into this movie. <laughs> yeah. Again, it's just like, a loose idea. This is definitely a pitch meeting because I'm not exactly sure how this is going to work, but I think, I don't I think know. it'll work. I this movie's hitting a lot of buttons for me where I'm like, oh, I got to get to Regal right now. Like, I'll just wait for it to show up. All right, hold on. Because I got to write this down, let me get some, a couple of things clear. <laughs> You're going to try to make sense of this? Yeah. There's no yeah, straight yeah. line here. You're telling me that what's Life going to happen Life is a flat circle, man. Somewhere in the future, right now, current age John Travolta and current age Nicolas Cage, for some reason, who's still alive as Caster Troy, they go uh-huh. back in time to well, the time of the first movie, then they get injected into the right. body of... The, the same actor, but who's playing 
the different actor. So okay. it's old Nicolas Cage as Caster Troy inside young Nicolas Cage's body, but inside that body is actually Sean Archer. That sounds correct. <laughs> so into this movie. I got it. All right. I can't tell you how much I want to see I'm this movie happen. I'm writing it down. I'm so certain this is going to be in the sequel. It's getting the center square because it's basically a lock. Yeah. I mean, because that's like Nicolas Cage playing John Travolta, playing Nicolas Cage, playing Travolta. Yes. So like, many, oh my God, there's so many layers. So many and especially because Nicolas has gone crazy the last couple of years. This movie is going to be amazing, right? Your movie's going to make half a billion dollars in the opening it, weekend. It's going it, to be or amazing. Dubs. Or does. Have more dubs? <laughs> How can you have more dubs? They take them in the interspace. There's dubs all over their body. It's like blood cells. They're all over interface. Yes, that's the thing. You got it. Yes. <laughs> interface. And, <laughs> and it needs no recasting because you use the actor, the same actors. I mean, it's 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 what's there. Beat that, Rob. I mean, I don't I should... know if I can beat that. <laughs> I mean, I, I, you definitely got to take it to a different level, right? So, I mean... You know, Rob, get crazy with it. I don't have any time travel involved, but I feel like for the for the next one, they've got to do a three-way swap. So, it's not just two people swapping faces. There's face oh. A going to B, B's going to C, C's going back to A. All I haven't do it also. It with the plot point to enable that, but... Yeah, you, you're in kind of the same box with I am of why this yeah, needs to yeah. happen at all. But you, you gotta take it to another level. You gotta be a little crazier. Well, yeah. So, and I was looking at her, and I, I saw people really want, like, um, Tom Hardy and um, what, Robert Pattinson to, to be in the sequel. But I was like, okay, well, we're gonna need a third guy. Uh, I'm having trouble coming up with a third guy. Third I was like, top. we gotta... Tay Diggs. Yes, I was like, Rowan Atkinson. Yeah. <laughs> Don Cheadle. That's right, Don Cheadle. But uh so yeah, so throw some comedy into the mix or something in there. Yeah, I have I, I have no idea Will what Ferrell. would require these three people to swap faces, but I w that's what I want to see. And more doves. <laughs> oh of course. Right. You always want more doves and all of your face off movies. More boats, more gold guns, more doves. <laughs> yeah, see talk so negative about it, but also all you can talk about is the awesome fucking gold guns. And just like the music cue, whenever you would see him, when it was like, doom, 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 doom. It's so good. <laughs> I do want to, to call one. Uh, if this movie gets made and it happens to not be called Interface, which I, I'm, I'm sure is also a lock. It's definitely right. going to be called Interface. But if it's not, um, one thing I remembered was that uh, they had a lot of trouble with the title. Oh, they I did see that. The slash Ridiculous. Because See, it's a, a hockey the, movie, right? No, they didn't want the slash in there initially, uh, just from like the distributor's perspective, because they were like, how are we going to put this up on the marquee? Most of the marquees don't even have that, oh, that, that you know, like symbol. So like, can't we just can't call you it just face put a space? Like, and then they said, no, um, it, people will think that it's a hockey movie and yada yada. So they kept it. By the way. But now I like it because I think the title is going to be face and then two slashes, and then yeah. face, and then off. And so you can read it, face to face off. And uh, that's what I think the sequel's going to be Oh, called. I forgot. Mine would be called Faces Off. Faces <laughs> <laughs> More facer. <laughs> yeah, right, I'm writing all of these down, guys. Yeah, mine's just the, the Face Off Killer. Is this what mine's called? It's, I want to watch any of those three movies that came out. I had... I'll watch all three. Make them all. You know, give us a, a written by credit. Pay us 
a fuck ton of money, and we'll let you have it. Yeah. Like we've already done your work for you. Like, what's Nicholas Cage doing? Nothing. Living in a castle somewhere. He wants to make movies. I watched Bangkok Dangerous. I know he ain't got nothing else going on. Allegedly. I don't want, to get, I don't want anybody to get mad at me. Now it's time to get to the the nitty gritty. Cozy, Cozy. Our programs. You know where uh, the undefeated champs that's on this movie. This movie's great. Like if this movie was Koichi and the G stand for great, this movie is great. The action's fun. Nicholas Cage and John Travolta kill it in either role they're playing. There are some cringeworthy things that I would cut out, but that the action and just the the general roles and how much fun everyone looks like. The the main two actors look like they're having. This movie's very good. Watch it. Enjoy it. Of course, it's a Koichi. Rob, what did you think about this movie? Uh, I was worried about this movie from my memory <laughs> of it. But, um, yeah, the action I thought was all, you know, was good. I definitely think it was enjoyable watching them try to play each other. And I think they did a good job, uh, especially Travolta playing, you know, doing the cage crazy stuff. Prime cage at, at this point, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um yeah, the fireworks were a little weird, and there's definitely, like you said, there's some moments that are just like, mm. some, you know, that, that. yeah, some. Yeah, I'll yeah, say yeah. some. Hey man, you be That's quiet. An undefinite <laughs> amount of things. So I think, I think I'm covered. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's good. Co is G for me. Uh, right. What? I I mean, do you think I turned around on this movie all of a sudden from what? I mean, I will go over the good points, what I like, if you like. Yeah, 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 hit it, hit it. I do like the. The, the acting, the back and forth, playing each other. Um, 20 points. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah that's about it. Um, so, uh, I mean, what else? What else did What else did you say, Rob? What did you like? Did you like it? any of the action scenes? I mean, they were they were fine. They were overblown. You know, like I'm I'm just not like an over the top. I can't wait till we watch oh. like Bad Boys too. Yeah. It's so. Oh, you brought a good point. I really liked the mirror shoot. That was another thing I liked. I said I liked a lot. So two, not trying to be negative all the time. Like you guys think, think like and I am. But this movie's terrible. I mean, it's just not a good movie. But <laughs> like, like, it's just not. It's what? But again, but again, I've told you. If terrible? it comes on, I mean, it's a it's a bad movie. But it's a bad movie. Uh. It's like. It's almost like a guilty pleasure kind of bad movie. Like you'll turn it on to watch it because it's not, it's just not that it's not good, but you'll watch it. It's kind of like a, a train wreck that you kind of just turn on. It's there. And then you watch it. That legit but, hurts my heart. All right. I'll, I'll change. It. I'll soften it up. It's fine. Is that better? We just say yeah. it's fine. Much better. Much better. Ter- terrible is maybe a little harsh. I told, I told you about to my core. But, yeah. But, but that, 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 Fine I mean, makes me think you're gonna go for a G, but terrible definitely says you're going to B. Yeah, I'm, B. I, I, I'm definitely going to B on this. I mean, Ryan, it's just not enough to bring me around on this. Uh, you know, it's just not, it's not a, it's not a good. All the, the Nicholas Cage face mannerisms when he's like big eyed for no goddamn reason. Again, I know I'm in the minority. I look on, I hear you guys. I look online. Everybody loves this movie as a good movie. I just don't think it's a, a good movie. I, I, I just. It's it it does have some fun points and it does have some you know I I don't base movies I like based on if it looks like the actors had a good time making it I just it just doesn't like do it for me I, I mean. if we're all if I'm having fun 
and it looks like the actors are having fun, we're all having fun. I get it. That's what this old game's about, man. We all want to have a good time. I guess you're the the, uh, pastor, and I'm the archer in this, and I'm just not having any fun. I guess that's what's what's happening here. (laughs) I don't really want to be compared to Caster, because he does some creepy shit in this movie. I mean, I think that's your boy. I think (laughs) think that's right there. I have been known to eat a peach for hours. Right. But on that note, undefeated still. Roll credits. The good guys win. Sequels are made. Be sure to stay until after the credits for a bonus scene. Rob, where can the people find us? They can find us at coisgpod.com. That's C-O-I-S-G-P-O-D.com. There'll be links to our Twitter, our Instagram. Um, and, of course, people can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever podcasts are found. I want to thank my brothers Rob and Ryan and our producer, E. Special thanks to our social media team and all of our supporters. Thank you for listening, liking, subscribing, and reviewing. You guys are the best. If you enjoy the show, be a good guy and leave us a review. It really helps the show. And if you hate the show, feel free to recommend us to your enemies. For the good guys, this is your undefeated champ, Reagan. And as we always say on the G, Sonic Boom, try Gym Teacher, man. Science and technology is indistinguishable from the bleeding edge of fantasy and sorcery. One man will miniaturize himself, then travel back in time to be injected into the body of his nemesis that has undergone surgery to look just like him. John Travolta is future miniature Sean Archer. Inside, John Travolta as Nicolas Cage's Caster Troy, impersonating Sean Archer in Inner Face Forward Slash Off to the Future. It's like looking in a mirror, only not. <laughs>